Listen. Can you hear them? Voices. A multitude of voices. Some whispering. Some shouting. And some even screaming. Listen to them. They all have something to say. <laughs> Don't listen too closely. You might not like what you hear. <laughs> Broken Sea Audio Productions presents the third annual Halloween audio season. Voices in the Dead of Night. October 2009. Concee.com. Hi, I'm Big Anklevich. And I'm Rish Outfield. And that's R080T. We're your hosts for the Doonstief Audio Fiction Magazine. On the Doonstief, we read science fiction, fantasy, and horror stories. What did he say? He says that you're a loser. If you've never listened to the Doonstief, you don't know what you're missing. Stupid, worthless robot. Why don't we play them a sample? Yeah, 080T, can you play that story sample? Javi slid the crystal into place. His accomplice fiddled with some knobs, and the spaceship came alive with a quiet whir. Outside, the guards were scrambling, confused at the ring of rolling blue fire that built under the machine. The wooden mounts vaporized and the ground blackened. The accomplice spoke. Is it a go? Yes, Javi said. He turned on the space barrier and pulled the throttle. They shot upwards, crashing through the ceiling, leaving the guards on the ground pointing and shaking their heads. Thanks, Oedo T. After the story, there's witty banter and discussion from the hosts. What did he say this time? He says you're a loser. The best part about the discussion is that it's at the end, so it's easy just to skip it. Right. So, come check out the Doonstief Audio Fiction Magazine. Find us at www.doonstief.com. That's D-U-N-E-S-T-E-E-F. What did he say? That I'm a loser? No, he said that if you check out the Doonstief, you'll be glad that you did. Huh. And he said that you're a loser. Friggin' robot! Upper West Side of Chicago, 10.01 p.m., a gothic mansion on a hill, a dark manse where evil now calls on an even greater evil. Please wake Miss Marmalstein. 
as you will, master. Oh, my. Hey, what a... She will be the fount of the crimson purge to come, while you, Monique, will sound the clarion call with your screams. What? It nears midnight, the time to call the king of ghouls. Andrak, as soon as the rest of our Vampiri Circle arrives at Wrigley Field. Wrigley we begin. Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field? Wrigley Field. What with. What does a supposed vampire want with the Chicago Cubs baseball stadium? Are you kidding me? Why, Miss Marmostein? Do you find this amusing? <laughs> Wrigley Field? Right. Are you kidding? The next thing you know, you'll be telling me Shoeless Joe and the Black Sox are all back from the grave to play a few innings. <laughs> no. Shoeless Joe and his fellow <coughs> players will not be here this night. Monique, you do not believe in the vampire. Oh, come on. This is 1973. What I do believe is that you are a deranged, murdering lunatic. <laughs> How quaint, even with the truth standing before you, America is but a lamb simply waiting to be led to my slaughter. Rita Rollingston was so easy to slay. You you and give the dark a kiss what? to just let me go <laughs> Andrak Yes master Ensure that the <laughs> cutlery <laughs> is sharpened uh, and blessed in the unholy waters of Droga <laughs> Until then do siphon me off eh <laughs> Nifter of Miss Marmal's dying blood. Yes, master. No, you stay back. Don't you touch me. You start to believe. Good. Oh, it can't be. Oh, my God. I seem to have worked up a bit of an appetite. No, no. Just get away from me. No! Scream to your heart's desire, mortal. No, you can't. No one no. will ever get, 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 find get away from me. Other than uh. the Lord of Ghouls. No. Uh. get the limousine ready for the commute to this wriggly field. Isn't it ever no, so lovely? Three. <laughs> 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 
My name is Carl Kolshak, former reporter for INS, Chicago's very own independent news service. In all my years of investigative journalism, I've seen some pretty strange things. Today, you'd simply look at them as amusing fodder for the national tabloids. But hear me out when I tell you that they're real. The vampires, androids, ghosts, swamp creatures, monkey men, and even Jack the Ripper. Yes, every last one. Rather than jeopardize my former editor's sanity with such sensational tales, I simply left out the details for public consumption. Oh, I kept the real transcripts. Conveniently tucked away from the curious eye in a file under the innocuous name All Saints Archive. But now, happily retired, I believe I can finally release the full accounts as I actually experienced them. Prepare yourself now for one of many cases from the All Saints Archive, or as I call them, the Night Stalker Incidents. This night's tale, Playground for Evil. Episode 4. Gordy's morgue and saving him from the undead clutches of one Rita Rawlinson, I went home and fell asleep mulling over all the events of the day. The next morning I went to the dark manse of one Petri Ivan, but the gates were locked and the guard dogs huge, so after driving around Chicago, avoiding my editor Tony like the plague, I came up with Zilch. Tempted to contact Lilith Cordescu, and she had already disappeared. So with no new leads, I continued driving around Chicago, something, something nagging at me. And finally, well after sunset, hungry and no closer to solving much of anything, I headed for the one place I knew I could get some straight answers and information. Murray Salami's Antique Bookstore and Barbecue Spit. Okay, there have been better nom de plumes for businesses since the dawn of time, and this was not one of them, but they do have a great rack of ribs, and it's cheap. And I was hungry. Hunting vampires is hungry business, let me tell you. Anyway, I need to find out more about ghouls, undead, Romanian princes, and Murray knew everything or had a book on everything that was anything about the occult, if you were a paying customer. Wonder if he accepts IOUs. Anyway, did I mention I was hungry? Like the 
What do you want, cold check? I'm friggin' closed! It's 10.15 at night, for crying out loud. Thought journalists could friggin' read. Oh, forgot. It's you! Bonnie Murray, everyone's a comedian. Hey, what do you want, cold check? I need a favor. Carl, let me explain something to you. So even you can understand. I am closed. Vampires, ghoul lords, doom, destruction. What? Murray, it's a big paranormal shindig. Transylvanian soiree to end all soirees. Hell's throwing a party right here in Chicago, and the city's on the menu. Kolchak, I got in my shop at 4 friggin' a.m. and have to put up with some damn picky customers all friggin' day. And I was just locking up and getting ready to head home and feed my cat. And you have a cat? Why are you the... No, 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 no. I promised my friggin' padre to turn over in the leaf. Stop beating the annoying customer's senses. Kolchak, get out of my shop and go home. <laughs> Murray, the undead, you can't just let the city go to- Mr. Salami, you remember me, do you not? You, 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 you yes ma'am, Lilith. Yes, Mr. Gal. Me. Invite me in, Mr. Salami. Now. Yes, yes ma'am. Enter freely of your own freaking will. Thank you. Come along, Mr. Gal. Yeah. 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 We're now on automatic. You're with the. With her? Yep. Oh, can I get a rack of ribs while we browse your occult library? Oh. Mr. Khan, hurry. We do not have much time. Better make that to go. Check. When Wrigley Field's Han which teamed up in the middle of the center field cheap seats for some reason or another. Silence! The master begins to summon you. My gathered vampiri outcasts. As the full cycle of the moon rises, the ritual must commence in this, the midnight hour. I have called you all here to this mortal stadium of the cub to join me, my Nosferatu brothers and sisters. The elder of the night breed has disowned us. They have banished us. The fools have spit on our accomplishments. But no more. On this mound before you, in the center of this edifice to mortal sport, sets a cauldron of mystic opportunity. By the dark gods, and with your 
undead assistants. I will call on the Lord of Ghouls this Hallow's Eve night. He will grant us divine power, and retribution shall be ours. Look, my nightbreed brothers and sisters, look to the center field of seats. Andrek, light the torches. Immortal sacrifices await, chained before you on high in those seats, their warm blood awaiting to be spilt. My gathered vampire, I now begin the invocation. Abra, Dakra, Ula, Ralok. Lilith, what are you doing here at Murray's and why are you helping me? Oh, Mr. Carl, <laughs> it amuses me, as do you. So I thought I might assist your endeavor to undo this Petri Ivan. Why do you whisper? Because I don't want Murray to understand. Mr. Salami knows fully who and what I am. But the book we seek must be found soon. I can feel the necromantic energy is building up. Up there under the cobwebs and dust on top of the bookcase. This one up. Oh, here, move this box up. Jeez, oh, the bookcase may any taller and dustier. There, now, here, this. Ah, this one? Here, folks. Oh, got it. Yo, whoa. 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 <laughs> well, Teddy Cat, there's your ribs all over the floor. Oh, and barbecue sauce all over my seer sucker. <laughs> my back. Mr. Carl, you are not the most graceful of mortals. Ah, thanks. Hey, a rib landed in my pocket. Maybe the day isn't so bad after all. Oh, oh, it hurts when I laugh. Oh, oh my back. <laughs> Is this the book? Cool, Jack, you're getting stains all over my book. How can you tell with all the dust? Cool, Jack. Oh, mortals. Do stop your bickering. You both sound like hyenas in here. Hyenas? Mark Anthony had a pair. He was so fond of them, you know. You knew Mark Anthony? Yes, but that was a long time ago. How old are you? Carl, one never asks the lady's age, mortal or vampire. Freaking idiot. I could have told you that, cold chat. Oh, shut up, Marie. You're not the one covered in barbecue sauce. This, this is the book, The Azurite Canticle. Ah. I do not know if this will work. I saw this and now it's not going to work. Why? Murray, do you know the nails of Narad used in Romania? Nails of... Narad. Narad. Yeah. 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 They they were freaking... They were supposed to be cursed. Large, a large amount were imported back here when... When... Wriggle! 
They were used in a building on the bleachers in the center field at Wrigley Stadium. People here have been blaming them for all the freaking Cubs' bad luck. You gotta be kidding. No, Mr. Carl. They are the same nails used to pin that note threatening you to the head of the transient. Great. Okay, but uh, beyond the grisly use of carpentry condiments, what does it mean? It makes the Zrigri field the perfect slattering ground to summon the lord of ghouls. Okay, okay, strange as all this sounds. Been down this road before, so I'll buy you. Interesting that. choice of words, Mr. Khan. Now you did it. There is one other problem. And that is? Yak droppings. Yak droppings. Yak droppings. I will explain later, but... We are in need um, of... Well, well, Mistress Lilith, uh, you see, I can help. Or, more precisely, my brother Hammy Salami can. He runs a livestock trucking service, you know. And for some reason, he just so happens to be transported... For Pete's sake. So I found out that Murray Salami's brother, Hammy Salami, don't ask, had a trailer full of yak poop again don't ask. Moving along, Lilith bade Murray and I, yes, that's the word she used, bade, vampires do all talk like that. Anyway, we were to bring said poop to Wrigley Field, home of the Chicago Cubs baseball franchise, possibly cursed by one Pietri Ivan, vampire, with delusions of grandeur. Jeez, they haven't won a pennant since the turn of the century. There may be something to this Romanian nail curse. Back to Murray. Me and Tibet's proudest export, the yak, how can I or Murray refuse Lilith? She was a vampire, after all. And, and trust me, if you saw the slinky thing she was wearing, well, she didn't need to hypnotize either of us. Let's put it that way. But where was I? Right. We got into the semi-truck with said open trailer of yak poop and drove to Wrigley Field, parking under the center field bleachers. Murray had a key. How, do you ask? You see, his other brother brought W. Salami, worked security at Wrigley Field, and acquired said key for Murray. The Salami family was nothing if not diligent and employed in the most bizarre of occupations. Again, don't ask me about the Salami family genealogy or the nom de plume of the Salami brood. In any event, Murray and I were parked on the street behind the centerfield bleachers in a loading zone with one trailer filled to odiferous proportions with yak refuse. And I was covering myself in said poop. Wait, listen, I said I had a good reason. The reason you ask? You have to understand, Lilith's dress was very... Yeah. Becoming. Hell, she made most supermodels look like ugly bat victims from birth, if you know what I mean. Because of certain mystic qualities in yaks from Tibet, including their excrement, Lilith assured Murray and I that said yak droppings would protect us both from the coming of the aforementioned Ghoul Lord and his diabolical powers of darkness. Murray was more than dubious, but he was under Lilith's dress, uh, spell, as well. Though all the while weaving a string of curses that would have made a sailor blush with every handful of yak excrement smeared on his person. While all this was going down on the street, we were told to wait while Lilith went to the stadium to confront one Petri Ivan, vampire a vampire. Sans being covered in said yak poop, I might add Lilith was still the owner of one slinky dress that fit her every curve to perfection as she headed off into Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field has no lights for night games, so it was dark and cold and eerie as she disappeared around the corner. Just then I heard the chirping of a bat. Sometimes, being a journalist gets downright weird. Master! Oh my god! 
Mama's dying. Do not blaspheme the gathering of the night breed with your holy utterances. You, Petri? But, but, but why? What are you going to do to us? Why, Miss Marmalstein, a very dark and cosmic alignment, which happens only once in a millennia, now beckons. One I have not seen since the time of the pharaohs, when I was known by another name. Mark Antony. What do I plan to do, you ask? Why sacrifice you both to the Lord of Doom? You can! You stay away from her, you, you brute! Miss Cowards, aren't we all worked up? But it will avail you not, for shortly you are to be flayed alive. I can and will. The cutlery and the first skin, Annette's will do. And Drek. Yes, master. Dark one. I call to thee, absorb, dracon, wool. Open the portal. Thank you, my outcast vampiri brothers and sisters. The time has come. Vorkas, dark lord of ghouls, I call upon thee. Take this flayed skin of a mortal as a tribute and guarantee of offerings to come, and use it to guide me here from thy nether realm. What does a Vampire fools who would oppose me. The price price is chained here before you in this mortal sporting stadium. The very nails of this stadium's construction cursed in your dark name. Long I have awaited this cosmic alignment. I might call upon thee, Velorcas. I bid you now enter freely into this mortal realm and feast. Yes. I resist to the crooks, the Asperites, the Survive tonight. I'm gonna kill you for this. Look, Murray, think of it as the ending of the Curse of the Cubbies. Kolchak, we're both covered in freaking yak patties. Consider taking one for the team. I got you taking it for the team right here. Ernie Banks would be a shame. Ernie Banks ain't covered in yak. Shit. 
That's Monique. Who? Monique Marmelstein. She works with me at INS. Petri Ivan has her here. Stay here, Marie. I gotta save her. Just great. Look, you watch the truck and be ready with the sharpened pool cue like Lilith told you. What are you gonna do? Take my canteen of holy water and my sharpened rake and stop a vampire. Paul! What? Here. You might need him to get inside a friggin' stadium. Thanks. You're okay. Don't spread it around, Carl. Hey, Kolchak. What now? Good luck. Thanks. You'll need it. Monique? Is that, is that chanting I hear? Be gone before I impale every last one of you like I did to that fool. I am your elder. I am Lilith Cordescu. Obey me now. What? My vampire brood runs? Who? You. Never! The Lord of Ghouls enters this realm even now. I need those fools not bow before me, Lilith. And together, we can recapture the glory of Egypt. I don't think so, vampire. Who dares? Stay back, vampire. I have holy water. Mortal fool. The Lord of Ghouls even now enters this hell. Ah! Your holy water now stains the seats, fool. How? How did you do that? I have no time for this. It is that smell. I breed of yak. Dark right, I call upon the lightning to stop it now! No! Oh, 
the hell is Carl friggin' doing up there? Doing in a trailer full of yak shit. Murray, get, get, get the steak. Steak? Steak? Oh, the friggin' pool cue right here. Let me help you out. Jesus, what the a few months since that dreadful October night. Baseball season has just started again and things are in bloom all around the city of Chicago. And as for what happened that fateful night, well, after falling over a hundred feet into yak excrement, don't try that one at home, kiddies. Anyway, Murray Salami impaled one Patry Ivan with a sharpened pool cue, ending a vampire reign of terror that from all accounts stretched back to and possibly before the rise of the pyramids in ancient Egypt. The ghoul lord was undone by the same fall into the sacred excrement of livestock hailing from Tibet, namely the aforementioned yak. All's well that smells well, or unwell. And what of Lilith? How did she know to have Murray parked the trailer full of yak poop specifically on the street below the centerfield bleachers, and, in the process, saving me from the previously mentioned fall after being struck by a flagpole that had also been struck by a seemingly random lightning bolt? Did Lilith control said bolt of electricity, or was it in the divine lock of one car bolt shaft? I want you to know. And she will not say. Some things a girl will never tell. <laughs> Lilith? Oh, do go on, Mr. Cal. <laughs> anyway, after many days of showers, buying a new suit, yak droppings just won't come out of White Seersucker, trust me, I tried, and lots of inoculations for the splash into said yak refuge, I was okay. Oh, I almost forgot. Tony and Mad Dog Siska showed up right after the Ghoul King had disintegrated and Petri Ivan, vampire overlord wannabe, had turned to ash. Tony had a coronary, as is his modus operandi, and proceeded to overdose on Rolades, and then forbade me to write about any of this. And wouldn't listen to me anyway. Go figure. Mad Dog, on the other hand, was his usual incensed self, though his therapist had doled an edge or two here or there. Mad Dog wrote both me and Murray Salami a traffic ticket for illegal parking of livestock refuge and ordered us to get out of Chicago before he buried us under police HQ. Murray still won't talk to me. Monique and Emily are fine now, though neither will eat anything without a generous helping of garlic, and both refuse to go to any sporting events. On a side note, apparently the cursed nails of one Petri Ivan did not in fact curse his vampire brothers, who turned their talent back on him. Carpentry and the Carpathians do not mix. The Chicago Cubs, on the other hand, are just as bad this year, curse or no. And Petri Ivan's Gollum familiar 
With Petri's death, he turned back into a stone statue from whence he had formed. He is now a fixture in the cheap seats at Wrigley. Did I mention that the Cubs are still losing? As for Lilith, that gorgeous creature of the night, she promised to swear off drinking blood from the living, except for the criminals of the most dire kind. And you know something? I believe her. And what of Rita Rawlingston? Lilith got to her soon enough before she turned into a mindless killing machine, and she has taken her under her wing. They're starting an avenging vampire corporation. Or so I'm told. <laughs> Mr. Cal. <laughs> I would like to see this lookout point. Look, lookout point? <laughs> I would like to explore this motor customer of, uh, hmm, how you say? Necking. Necking? <laughs> uh, um, okay, true believers, I have a date. And, uh, with Miss Cordescu. I, yeah, some things are, are better left. Mr. Cal, <laughs> how do you like my dress? Unset. <laughs> dress? Oh, my, jeez, yes. She always gets me with that dress. <laughs> Good night, folks. Until next time, this is Carl Kolshak, the Night Stalker, saying... Ciao, my pretties. <laughs> I said to you, you can't. Thank you for listening to Broken Sea Audio's Kolchak, The Night Stalker, Part 4. Starring in Kolchak, The Night Stalker, Jeffrey Adams from the Icebox Radio as the man, the myth, the legend, Carl Kolchak. And W. Ralph Walters from the zombie astronaut's frequency of fear as Tony Vincenzo. And starring as Monique Marmelstein, the amazing M. Sierra Garcia. Julie Hooverson of 19 Nocturne Boulevard starred as Emily. Gareth Preston of Westlake Film starred as Petri Ivan, the vampire. Stevie Farnaby, known for Escape from New York and Maudlin, starred as Petri Ivan's sidekick and Gollum on track. Christy Plotkin starred as Lilith Cordescu. Paul Lavelle of Gaia fame starred as police captain Mad Dog Siska. Stevie Farnaby also starred as the cab driver. Elaine Barrett of Gaia's Voyages starred as Rita Rawlingston. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard of Gypsy Audio starred as Annette and Babe Lestrange. And Taylor Kent of the Snark Tank Podcast starred as Gordy the Ghoul Spangler, the Mortician. And Doug Manlin, the man, the myth, the slam dancer starred as Officer O'Brien. And Stephen J. Cohen as Murray Salami. And Stevie Barnaby as Florgas, the ghoul lord. Starring as the Chanting Vampires, Alexa Chipman, Brian of Seraphic Panoply, Tanya Milosevic, Gary Cobham, Paul Lavelle, Taylor Kent, Stevie Barnaby, and Bill Holwig. This cast has been brilliant, and I hope you enjoy Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Oh.
I would also like to thank Brian of Serac Panopoly, composed the remixed version of the Coal Shack theme, as well as some other bits and pieces, and Peter Wicks of Westlake Films for some incidental music. This is a fan tribute to Kolchak, the Night Stalker, the original series from the 70s. Original story written by Bill Holwood, intro composed by Mark Kalita, based on characters created by the author Graham Rice. No copyright infringement is intended. All music, themes, and characters are the copyright of their respective owners. Coming in 2010, more Kolchak, written by Mike Murphy. For more shows, check out www.brokensea.com. Swords and sorcery decide the fate of kingdoms. Travel the paths of warriors and wizards as they fulfill a forgotten prophecy, culminating in a furious battle between the forces of darkness and light. Adventures begin in a humble tavern filled with tall tales and dark secrets. Sit thee down and hearken to the saga of the Grog and Griffin. Only at Westlake Films, in conjunction with Broken Sea Audio where fantasy audio is forged. In the year 1988, the crime rate in the United States rises 400%. The once great city of New York becomes the one maximum security prison for the entire country. This is the Broken Sea Audio production of Escape from New York. Coming 2009, the mayhem begins. You go in, find the president, bring him out in 24 hours, and you're a free man. I'll think about it. No time. Give me an answer. Let's get a new president. Trade Center dead ahead. Should be there now.
without warning they came from the sky. Creatures similar in origin, yet so very different from us. Commander Taylor, the ship is now entering the belt of our Ryan quadrant. Wonderful. The time has come for... I'm getting there. <sighs> Space. So ends my last signal until we reach our destination. We called them ignorant, savages, until one day one of the beasts spoke. Why'd you run away? Security police, Dr. Zira. I'm in charge of this man. No longer, Dr. Zira. He is now in my custody. General Ursus. <laughs> Get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Taylor. And the teachings of our great lawgiver were called into question. Beware the beast man, for he is the devil's pawn. Let him not breed in great numbers, or he will make a desert of his home and yours. Shun him, for he is the harbinger of death. Indeed, we learned the truth, and we exposed what had for many generations been forbidden. The man-beast also possessed an intellect, one that made him all the more dangerous. Praise the Alpha. Bless the Omega. Praise the wisdom of the bomb. Praise, Praise the wisdom, the of, wisdom the bomb. of the bomb. Join us once again as Broken Sea Audio Productions takes you beyond the imagination into the land beneath the planet of the apes. Adapted and expanded from the original script by Paul Den and Mort Abrams, based on the world created by Pierre Boulle. Only at BrokenSea.com.